0: hello everybody welcome back to part two of today's show um if you've been around the internet stacked um so i'm trying again i'm gonna do the second half of the show now and probably put them out in two parts and if you're listening to this on the audio i don't actually know how many like swear words like are towards the end of part one But I'm not going to check, and I'm just going to leave it there and then laugh me stones off at it myself in a bit. So enjoy yourself. (laughs) Enjoy yourself. I was going to stack this off today, and I hope the internet doesn't stack again. And people are going to get ragdolled for this because this has went on for too long. I've been promised things that weren't delivered. And trust me, if you break a promise to me, promises. Just don't make promises if you can't keep them. Anyway... Welcome back, everybody. Let's treat it like a new one. com forward slash cow daily for all of your supporting of the independent media needs. That's patreon.com forward slash cow daily. Also, you can get yourself into the patrons forum, which I love, to be honest. Absolute gang of cool people. Also, we do a fortnightly drop in after the cow daily on that Tuesday, which uh, we've had two and it's great crack. So get yourselves along to that. But before then, stop saying history will judge them. Judge them now with judges. Whom? So basically, this is from Fact Check Politics, who did a nice little pre So what on earth is going on in the House of Commons? Labour gets 17 opposition days per session. The SNP get three. Labour didn't bother table in a motion calling for a ceasefire. The SNP did so Labour tabled an amendment and threatened the Speaker to accept it, which now means if it passes, MPs won't get to vote on the SNP motion. So basically, it's that sort of thing that people go, "Oh, well, it's just politics," you know? Oh, fuck all that, man. Tom bottom is this right? If an ideology produces dead bands, then it's really, really bad. This absolute monster pit of a party can kiss our collective arses. Seriously, man. Like, I just, just what the hell, man? What are you talking about? So basically, Labour put this out, right, last night. Parliament just passed Labour's call for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire. Parliament, blah, blah. I'm not even reading it out because that's not what happened. Clive Simpson responds No Labour passed Labour's amendment after your leader was allowed to strong arm the Speaker, SNP, and the government walked out. This from ICJP Palestine. Reminder since Labour and the Conservatives first called for a sustainable ceasefire, in inverted commas, instead of an immediate ceasefire, Israel has killed over 10,000 more Palestinians. There is nothing sustainable about allowing genocide to continue. Immediate ceasefire now. Anybody would agree. So, I'd post, I never thought there was a, there was a new loaf for Starmer, but then the last 24 hours happened. I've never felt this more than today with my whole chest. If you vote Labour, there is something deeply wrong with you, something wrong with your soul. Go and look at what he did, and then tell us you want to put your name to that. I at least have some level of respect for people who admitted they, they still are. Some, but I, I know there are people hiding it and are going to do it anyway. We see you anyway. On the kindest level I can muster, it is weird, like full-on lost behavior. And it is, because I don't care what you think of me for this. Go and look at what he did. I care zero for the opinions of moral bankrupts. Ram them, I said there, but ram them clean up your arsehole. That's what I meant. Um, You can probably tell because, like, on YouTube, this'll get whatever it fucking gets because the first five minutes and I'm fucking swearing. But we're talking about genocide. So I'm allowed to be angry, as are you. Fucking absolute doilskies, man. Right. Let's see if we can pull some things up. We can. Wonderful. And I'll put them on the screen. We'll get what part two today. Oh, yes, we will. So this from the peerless at Saul Staniforth on Twitter. Um, Haven't used Saul's work for a while? Just follow at Saul Staniforth. I've said this many times for a while. Really, really just incredibly good work. So anyway, Pat McFadden admits Labor made representations to the Speaker. Newsnight's political editor reported that Labor sources told him those representations included telling the Speaker, you'll need our support after the election, and this may not be forthcoming. That's called blackmail. Let's hear him do it. Say it. Hi, Pat. Yes, we made representations to the Speaker to have our proposition considered on the floor of the Commons. Yes, we made representations to the Speaker to have our proposition considered on the floor of the Commons. There he is. Well, basically, he went blackmailed like Hoyle and... Um, we can't say why, but I think many of us know why. But can I say it on these shows? I don't even know. But you know, who gives a fuck monkeys at this point? Because these people are absolutely the scum of the earth. And that's the crack. It's this beige evil thing. Beevil, I think we've called it before. They're all beevil. It's not like this, like, you know, Hollywood, like, hey, 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 type evil living in the hollowed-out volcano. They live next to us. They live in houses that maybe resemble ours. And they do all this wild shit for 10 grand donations. Imagine being that cheap. We need new, that beige evil. You know, like. I, I I don't claim to understand the intricacies of evil because I'd like to think I'm not evil myself, right? And I think you probably need lived experience of being an evil bastard. But what I do understand is the difference between right and wrong. And, um, our man, yeah, like what you're ultimately doing, and you can talk about all of this, like, sort of like, oh, you know, it's politics and politics and this, and we just can't do anything. Like, that. like, as we've seen there from ICJ Palestine. The longer you long this out, the more murder from a grand scale is happening. We've all seen, well, have we all seen the the imagery of of shredded children? I don't know. I don't even know how I'm addressing at this point. But if a Labour MP, and certainly a Labour MC as well, who could probably, as that fash these days, could go back to back with Slipmat. If a Labour MP is doing this, then they are evil. Like, simple as that. um, Why are people pissing about? Why are people calling this something other than what it is? It's straight up, undistilled evil to, in a very concentrated way, using AI to try and murder an entire fucking population and then displace them. We all see this. International law is a fucking ass because it can tell like Israel to do whatever it wants and they're just not doing it. They're still occupying land from fucking decades ago that they were, they were told to leave. So fucking riddle me this, Grotbags. I, I appreciate I've made two face-painted figures the joker and crop bags or oh, not the riddler is he even got a face paint? this is what happens when your neck goes down you you lose out on your comic book figures they're gone from me brain labor are a bunch of fucking cunts so though really and uh, i'll be hearing nothing from anybody come election time honestly right and i'm not just talking on my behalf there's thousands possibly more than that of us right When election time comes, it's going to be fucking savage. Savage. So prep yourselves. Because, trust me, I'm hearing nothing about the party of genocide being somehow, like, better than the Tories. Shut your fucking mouths. Just fuck off, basically. So um, what we will do here, my lovely friends... Is actually before we I'm gonna play out with a speech from Maury Black, who you just need to hear, and it's just gonna be a really sad loss. And if you wanted to wise to in parliament, it probably won't surprise you, but please go and check that out. Um, I want to make sure we get this out today before any internet might go down. So, anyway, sadly, I've got much more to say, but better to have Mari herself say this. And not me in case it stacks sadly, because obviously I'm better. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, we'll take some of your comments. Ari, Andy Taylor, Ari too. Is beige evil a term for lesser of two evils, says Jacqueline? I suppose there's crossover, aye. I suppose. But they're all beige evil, really. I mean, like a beige evil for me is more about like, you know, the type of people who they go to work, they like kids go to school, they pay the taxes, everything's fine. But then the like work they go to is the one where they're fucking gerrymandering, the speaker of the House of Commons, like so um the bill to stop the kids being killed doesn't happen. That's beige evil and it's the stuff after the Beige Evil as well, which is also Beige Evil, where it's like, oh, you know, we tried, we're best. And, like, oh, and then putting out lies on the fucking social media. Fuck off, man. Joanne says, I could sit and listen to Maury for hours. Well, please sit and listen to her for the next five minutes, my friend, because here she is. This is Maury Black saying the right things. On the order paper, since when the amendment has been proposed, as on the order paper, The question is that the amendment now be made. Murray Black.
1: Thank you, Mr Speaker. Now, I I want to begin um, with something that Frankie Boyle actually said. And he pointed out that it makes no sense to say that the situation in Gaza is too complex for a ceasefire. Because ceasefire is one of the oldest and simplest terms to understand. It means stop firing. Mm -hmm. In fact, it's so simple that it's actually designed to be heard and understood in the middle of a literal battle. So there is no middle ground when it comes to a ceasefire. You either follow the order or you don't. You either stop firing or you don't. Now, during the 2014 crisis, there was an estimated 2,251 Palestinian deaths. The then Prime Minister rightly called for an immediate and unconditional ceasefire. But if we fast forward 10 years to the current conflict, we have a death toll of nearly 30,000, and that's not including the bodies that have yet to be recovered from yeah, underneath the rubble. Yeah, yeah. And yet the very same man, now Foreign Secretary, is failing to support a ceasefire. And that one, nearly 70,000 people have also been injured. So according to Amnesty International, the death rate in Gaza right now is one death every four minutes. It won't just be bombs that are killing Palestinians, it's poor sanitation and malnutrition as well now. We know that people are starving, people being reduced to eating grass and animal feed. In January last month, over half of all aid deliveries were denied access and could not get through to those who currently need it. Less than half of hospitals in Gaza are even partially functioning. And the few that are will quickly run out of supplies unless Israel allows aid through. Yeah. Now, since 2008, Israel has refused entry to any UN agency individuals, which to me is a giant red flag in and yep. of itself. Yeah, but despite these attempts to shield themselves and hide from any accountability, we know that war crimes are being committed in Gaza. Yes. Churches sheltering hundreds of innocent Palestinians being bombed to the ground. There's been strikes against people in refugee camps and hospitals. Just earlier this week, there was reports that Israeli forces ordered the evacuation of a hospital only to start sniper fire on those who attempted to leave, leaving 2,500 folks still trapped in the hospital. Israel's own Minister of Defence said that there would be, in a quote, a complete siege on Gaza. No electricity, no food, no water, no gas. Now, as the occupying power, Israel has an obligation under international law to ensure the basic needs of Gaza's civilian population are met. They are not doing that. Now, the International Court of Justice specifically directed Israel to take immediate and effective measures to enable the provision of basic services and humanitarian assistance they are not doing that yet israel still refuses to reinstate the water supply they so cruelly shut off months ago yeah, yeah. they're stopping medicine getting in they're stopping food entering gaza and despite the growing likelihood of famine that they will have created they still are not budging yeah, now the actions of hamas let's be absolutely clear they were horrific and unjustifiable but as I said earlier to the shadow minister, the people of Palestine are not Hamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Israel's disproportionate and indiscriminate bombing of civilians combined with everything else that we know has got to be the very definition of collective punishment, yep. yeah. which as yeah. we all yeah. know, is illegal under international yep. law. It's a war crime. And this is why it's so important how this place responds. Because in many respects, the ending of the violence in Gaza rests in the hands of the countries supplying the money and the weapons to Israel. Now the arms trade treaty bans the sale of weapons where there is a concern that they may be used to breach international law. Well, given the International Court of Justice has found that there's a plausible risk that Israel is committing genocide, it is upon the UK to revoke all arms licenses yeah. and military yeah, equipment yeah, to yeah, Israel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise we break the own treaties that we've signed up to. Yeah. Frankly, warm words and platitudes will not cut it, only action will. Now that's one death every four minutes. And the time that this debate happens today, and we all talk amongst ourselves, a hundred more people will be dead that were alive this morning. Yeah. The least we can do is call for a ceasefire. Because if we don't, we will be morally and directly complicit in every single life lost, and every single family destroyed in Gaza. The route to peace, the route to justice, the route to any humane conclusion to this begins with an immediate and unconditional ceasefire. Because anything less from us and future generations will quite rightly never forgive us
0: or forget. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here Round of bloody applause for that woman. She's gonna be a miss eh. And this is the thing. If you look into why she's been um this well, this why she's decided to leave, chews up and spits decent people out, doesn't it? And that's probably designed to do that. It evokes Laura Pidcock's maiden speech in Parliament where she talked about exactly this. So obviously, back to the Palestine question the new. We're just getting less and less decent people. Look, we've got elections coming up, and if we want something, we need to go out and get it. Let's get behind the Green Party, because there's nothing else for it, like, credible enough to be able to get in the way of this. we can get three, four, five Green MPs going into possibly a hung parliament, which, if you want to post something last week, um, which you can have a look at what I think the strategy should be, then go for it check it out. I know um, the Greens need canvassers and also and I definitely know they need votes and they're going to be standing in every constituency. They've called for a ceasefire from the start. You know, Palestinian Civic Society asked us to to act on their behalf because people who have voices taken away from them ask for people with voices to speak on their behalf. And we can do that by exercising our voice at the ballot box. It's just one of, the, of many ways. Shouts to the people from Newcastle, Palestinian Solidarity Campaign who blocked, um, well, was the old base? system Vickers, was it? Elbit now on Scottswood Road, Newcastle, blockaded it and stopped um, people coming in this morning. There's various ways to skin a cat and all we should hope can be collectivized in one struggle. And that struggle is simply this: stop killing people, you fucking assholes. Anyway, I'm gonna go off and tell some people al's about it because this internet situation's fucking unacceptable, yo. Anyway, much love to you all. Well. I'll speak to you soon. Yeah.